Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed are based on current economic and market conditions and are subject to change. All investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. Program guests and Craig Roberts not affiliated with Proxy Freedom. Information provided for illustrative purposes only does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information obtained from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Proxy Freedom has no liability for information discussed. Consult with qualified investment, tax, or legal professional prior to taking action. Securities and advisory services offered through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA, SIPC, Proxy Freedom, and United Planners Financial Services are not affiliated. Welcome to Don't Invest and Forget, a weekly financial news magazine designed to educate and equip you with the roadmap and direction you need to manage your money, meet your financial goals, and instill confidence in your investment choices on the road to retirement. Your host is author, radio commentator, and investment advisor, Pat Fatucci of Proxy Freedom. With over 30 years experience in the world of finance and investment planning, Pat specializes in personal and corporate investment management with special emphasis on retirement planning. This show has been on the air for 30 years, and it's been my pleasure to be the host of this show, and it's been uh, quite a joy. I'm entering a new chapter of my life, guys. It's been a wonderful ride, but it's time to begin to think about turning the reins over. First of all, for succession planning purposes, never want to leave my clients high and dry and not knowing what the next stage is. So for the last several years, I have been pursuing a succession plan. Wow, that's a whole new evolution of thinking. But I think it's the responsible thing to do. I've enjoyed myself and I will continue to contribute in some way, shape, or form. I think it's important to understand the realities of the stage in life. I've had a wonderful ride. I've loved this business. I have been blessed with thousands of great, wonderful clients. And so for the last several years, I have been interviewing prospects to create a succession plan for my clients so that they are in really good hands. So I'm moving into a semi-retirement role. I'm going to turn a day-to-day operation over to a couple of gentlemen that have wonderful experience. I will continue supporting and conducting this radio show for the next couple of years. This has been the fun part of the job. But the day-to-day operation, uh, I have selected two gentlemen that I think are quite serious about this business, very talented, really likable guys. C.J. Davidson and Brian Calkins are co-founders and CEO of a company called Proxy, Proxy Financial. After, after many months of interviewing and breaking bread with these gentlemen and getting to know them on a regular basis, I think I have made a, a really solid decision. With me in studio today is one of the co-founders and CEO, C.J. Davison. C.J., welcome to the show. Thanks, Pat. It's a pleasure to be here today. It's a pleasure to be able to be on our first proxy radio show together. You know, I'm feeling really good. I thought I'd be a little anxious and stressed out, but thanks to you and Brian and, and the infinite number of hours we've spent together, I feel really confident handing the reins over to you, to you gentlemen 
the offices are staying the same, the staffing is staying the same, the websites, the telephone numbers, everything stays the same. We're clearing through the same firm. So from a transition point of view, it's pretty darn seamless. And my clients have already begun to get to know you and Brian and my current staff. And thankfully, you're bringing on more help because business is booming. And so for the last many months, the transition is going really well. Share, if you could, CJ, kind of your philosophy on business. And this is kind of a return to your hometown. You grew up in Walnut Creek area. Somebody said you can never go home. You've proved them wrong. And here you are. You've told the story where you've walked your dog past my building many, many years ago. And so this has got to be uh, kind of a feel good opportunity for you as well. I mean, when it fits, it fits, right? There's so many cool things that led us here. You know, part of life is you got to listen to life. When it tells you to go in one direction, when it kind of nudges you or gives you a a hint that, hey, there's something better than good over here, you need to kind of take a peek and and lean in a little bit. It tends to work. And Pat, you and I are coming up on our second year anniversary. It's crazy to say that because the last two years have flown by. But the reason why I'm excited, I think, is because our philosophies are so aligned. The way that you think about the client, the way that we've spent the last two years building things together with one singular focus on what is that client experience today? How should the client feel when they work with a financial professional today? What are the things that, that individuals like us in the Bay Area, across the United States, around the world need to know about, need to be consistently aware of? And how do you make it fun? How do you make it an enjoyable experience where when every 90 days the financial advisor comes knocking to do a review that you get excited about that? And I think above and beyond all the other things that we've found together and we're excited about together, I think the alignment for my team at Proxy and I and looking at what you and your team have been able to create in the Bay Area, that's by far the most exciting part of this. And I think the the synergy of not only putting the client first, but being kind of obsessed about how they feel and their experience as they make these tough life decisions that can, in many cases, if not all cases, affect positively their outcome and the outcome of their families. These are big decisions that we help clients make. And to be able to find a team and to find a leader in yourself, Pat, that thinks about that experience for the client and wants to empower the client to make great choices for themselves and those that they love, and to kind of turn that that environment on its head where it's like, I'm uncomfortable and turn it into something they can embrace and that empowers them. It's hard to find in our business these days. And for us to be able to do that and for us to be able to kind of obsess about that the last couple of years and to come to where we are today with proxy freedom and our combined services in the community, I've never been more excited as a professional. I've been doing this for 20 years, directly out of college. I moved right to New York City and built my career for the first 10 years. That was a really exciting time. But now that I'm back where I came from, you're right. I was born in Walnut Creek. My family is all in the Bay Area still. So there's a little bit of a selfish push to get back to the Bay Area. But the ecosystem here and and what we've been able to do and now these next steps together, it's by far the most exciting time I've had in my entire career. I don't think it would be the same without us working together, frankly, Pat. You know, your enthusiasm and Brian's enthusiasm for this industry that I've enjoyed for so many years it was difficult uh, after interviewing a number of prospects to follow up in our footsteps here, but it's your enthusiasm and sincerity. I think that's 
probably the key word, and conscientiousness. I mean, this is this is a tough business. Markets are changing all the time, and keeping your finger on the pulse of the markets vis-a-vis our clients' portfolios, that's not just a casual, I'm going to look at this thing you know, on Mondays, and then I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the beach for the rest of the week. This is a 12-hour-a-day job. Clients get called back as soon as possible, not a week from now. They're typically called back in the same day or worse, the following, following day. It's that kind of service level that impressed me with you and you and Brian. And it, for some reason, it was really hard to find after interviewing probably six or seven prospective succession planning firms that was the one overriding issue is your enthusiasm and your conscientiousness. As you, as you know, you either have it or you don't. You can't fake that. Caring about other people is rewarding. When you are actually doing something with your professional life that impacts the lives in a meaningful way of other people, it goes beyond just the wealth creation for yourself and partners in the profession. When you do this right, and we've seen it, and we're building a company together now that is looking for advisors and professionals that feel this way too, that have gotten to that point where, yeah, they're successful financially, but something clicks in the meaning of what they're doing. It evolves past just like, okay, this is my career. This is what I get up to make money to pay the bills. It becomes a passion. It becomes a life's effort to make lives better. And when you can incorporate that into the 40, 50, 60 hours a week that we dedicate our waking lives to making money and we can couple that together, we're living a life fulfilled. You're right. A lot of this business is very difficult and we cannot control a lot of the things that we are responsible for. The things that we can control are the way our client feels and the relationship, the the real meaningful relationship that we have with those that choose to pick us to serve them in such a complex capacity. That opportunity is everything. And I think us focusing on it and us being a little obsessed about making sure that especially now when things are are difficult and the industry may be a little bit stale and slow to move to to evolve to help assure our clients that everything's going to be okay that you have somebody that cares about you it's important right now and it's dying the one thing that we look for before anything else when we're looking to grow the team is what is your personality when it comes to other people we have an interview at proxy where we just go into a public environment with the individual we observe how they interact with other service staff. We'll take them to dinner. We'll take them to a fair, something where you have to interact with strangers that are serving you, that are working. Those little things matter. And for us to provide an environment, Pat, that allows the, our team to spend nearly the entire day, their 40, 50, 60 hours a week, thinking about their clients and how to make that experience better because they know they have a team behind them that can do and handle it and focus on all those complex things that they need is is the difference maker, I think, that our industry and our business in the Bay Area specifically is not getting. There's a lot of people out there that are very good at selling, but they don't want to create that relationship that provides trust and confidence. And trust and confidence lead to a happy life. Hearing your words for the last two years, you understand this, and you want to do something about it, and now we get to do it together. Well, I'm real excited about these next several years. So on behalf of the staff, I want to officially welcome you. Godspeed to you and Brian and your old team and and look forward to working with you and uh, creating an even stronger organization to service our clients and all the prospects listening to this radio show. So again, 
my heartfelt welcome to you and Brian. Thank you, Pat. Pat Matucci says, don't invest and forget. You work hard for your money and your future can be sunny. Don't invest and forget. Keep an eye on your dough and it will grow, grow, grow. Don't invest and forget. My special guest today, Dave Bernard. Dave is a Californian native. He describes himself as a prolific writer, a blogger, a life traveler. Dave, welcome to the show. Thanks, Pat. Dave, I'd like to take part of that job description. I want to be your assistant life traveler. Do you need any <laughs> help there? Or? Always. You know, it is. You never know what the next day is going to have in store for you. So uh, the journey is uh, challenging, exciting, and there's always room for more. Dave, by way of background, you were a um, Silicon Valley guy for many years. You retired a couple years ago. What was the incentive? You know, it was kind of a decision made, I don't know if it's by my age or by the company, but a reorganization company was bought, and my role was kind of phased out, and I was about 52 at the time, spent some time out there trying to find something else, and after about six months of pounding the pavement, nothing was really there. I had this sudden realization that, hey, you know, what if that was my last job and I'm not going to find another one? And so I started looking into what retirement uh, would be and could be, and I hope that it would be, and that sort of got me going down this path of uh, blogging and writing and uh, moving more full-time into being retired. So it's easy to describe when you're at a cocktail party, people say, what do you do? You've got a whole flowery description of how you spend your, <laughs> spend your day. Yes, and you know, it's, uh, it's kind of challenging when you first enter retirement to figure out what it is that you're going to do now that you're entirely responsible for filling your calendar. When I go to work, I've got a busy day. I hope to get everything done during the day. When I'm on my own, it's all up to me. And so at the end of the day, I want to be able to look back and say, hey, I, I accomplished something worthwhile, or at least I enjoyed myself. I don't have to be productive necessarily every step of the way, but I do want to have something once I get to the end of my retired day, just like I did back as a worker bee. Single or are you married? Married. The question is... How did Mama react to you hanging around all day long? I mean, that really is her office, isn't it? Well, she was still working until very recently. Ah, so okay. um, I had sort of a lead time to try the retirement, to sort of get the retirement game figured out, which was excellent. took me a while to get there. She just joined me about two months ago. She is going through some of those same challenges I did, which was, you know, how do you um, not feel guilty for doing nothing for a little bit? You know, you're so used to going in turbo mode that if you sit still, you feel that you're wasting your time and you should be doing something. And so, so she's, she's looking for her next uh, adventure part-time or volunteering or whatever it may be, and I support her in that. It, it is a difficult transition going from 100 miles an hour to zero. Are you telling me you're not a contributing member of society, or you are? Would Give me some clarity on that. <laughs> hey, I'm a blogger. I mean, I, I am trying to share with people some of the things they need to prepare for when they enter retirement. Everybody focuses on the financial side of things, and you have to have that taken care of, obviously. But once you've got all your, your finances taken care of, what are you going to do with the next 20 or 30 years of your life? Did you think when you redefined your life, you would have described yourself when you first retired as a blogger, or is this kind of a surprise to you? It is very much a surprise. The blogging started back in 2010 when I was in between jobs, and I started to do some research on retirement and blogging, and it was really, it was really a wonderful experience meeting fellow bloggers and, you know, the various people who are sharing their um, difficulties along the way. And so, if I can, you know, provide a little bit of guidance or at least share 
what I'm going through if I help somebody else avoid some of the pitfalls, you know, it's a wonderful experience. It feels good, and, you know, I get positive comments on a regular basis, and it makes me happy that I got up and started blogging. I'm in with retirees or soon-to-be retirees every day and been doing this for a long, long time. The big adjustment is what do you do when you retire? It sounds like you've successfully found something that intellectually, emotionally satisfies you and gives you some feeling of contribution. That's a real success story. That's very well put. And like you said, I would not have expected it, but I've always liked to write, to read. I've been writing since I was eight years old recreationally, and this gives me a chance to sort of be be expressive and uh, address topics that I'm interested in and engage with people that I want to be engaged with. It was a blessing, definitely, to find that. What do you blog about? Boy, everything from how do you prepare your relationship, what do you do to keep busy, how do you sort of face the challenges of aging as they're going to come. You know, we're going to be, we're going to get older, things are going to get more challenging. How do you sort of cope with that and, uh, and move on? You know, how do you redefine who you're going to be once you no longer are defined by your job? Um, and then, and how, do you have, how do you have fun? And at the end of the day, look back and say, hey, whatever I did, I feel good about it, and I'm happy and ready to move on to the next day. Now, your wife is trying to find herself, too. Is it different for men than women? I'm not sure exactly how, how you would define that, but I would say, you know, she's been working all of her life, just as I was, and uh, keeping busy outside. So one of the additional challenges for us is, you know, we moved to Carmel Valley, and it's a much slower pace. And so the networking that you could easily find in Silicon Valley, more than you wanted, is a little bit missing here. And so we're out there trying to sort of meet people and, and get engaged with the community. And uh, I'm, I'm, like I said, I've been doing for about the last three years my blogging, and I've really got my routine down, so it's easier for me. But she's still got to do that transition, and hopefully we can find something here that's going to help her out part-time to enjoy and get engaged. So I play tennis, and my tennis buddies have said to me, the worst thing they ever did was retire. Because when you wake up in the morning, you have your coffee, you, you read the paper, and it's 8.30, and you got the rest of the day. My goodness, what do I do with all this time? Nobody texts you anymore. Nobody emails you. There's no voice messages. You feel kind of disconnected is what they've told me. It's, it sounds like you have cured that isolation. Absolutely, and, and to some extent, I, I, can kind of, I kind of enjoy it. Um, I, I have routine, you know, like you said, get up, get that coffee, read the paper, um, get on the Internet for a while and do some blogging. I've got a workout routine. Um, I'm in a beautiful area, so I go walking for miles and hours. You know, there's a couple of things that I will watch on TV. I sort of give myself 45 minutes to an hour at about 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon to catch up on whatever particular sitcom or, or uh, show that I missed the, week, the night before, you know, all of a sudden I find myself at 4 or 5 o'clock, and it's cocktail hour, and the day has just kind of flown on by. Please don't tell me you watch The Price is Right every day, do you? Uh, never, absolutely. I'm keeping up with the latest and greatest, and okay. uh, yes. <laughs> so intellectually challenging shows. I guess you've got to keep the brain working at even when you're uh, retired. Absolutely, absolutely. I started to uh, learn, uh, learn French, you know. I've got a little, little app that I spend some time every day practicing the words. I'll never speak it, but I, over the past year, have come to understand it and recognize it and keep the brain active, you know. Uh, my, my wife is a big Sudoku player and a crossword puzzler, and so, you know, and I know my, my folks who are going strong at 83 are avid bridge players, and bridge, you talk about keeping your brain in turbo drive, is very important to have something that keeps you thinking and keeps the, the wheels turning in your head. So it sounds like financially you, you've been preparing for this day, and so you're blessed with 
not having to make money. Blogging is not a financially a rewarding job, is it? No, no, it's, it's more for me than for the money. Not having that distraction of needing to work and getting a part-time job at Home Depot gives you the liberty of spending a day the way you want to. It really does. And even if, you know, work, some sort of a part-time work were to become part of the puzzle, it, it would be more of a, um, to keep busy, to keep engaged, to have people. You know, I, I think there's no reason why work cannot still be in some, make up some piece of your retirement if you enjoy what you're doing. If you have to do it, that's the reality, that sucks. But if you are able to get out there and maybe contribute or put in a couple hours here and there, it's good for you, it's, it's good for everybody. So you wrote a book, I Want to Retire, Essential Considerations for the Retiree-to-Be. Was that a whole collaboration of all your blogs? It was to some extent. I think I had been writing the blogs for about two years, and so I had a lot of content, a lot of ideas, and was able to sort of pick out what I thought were the biggest ones and to try to try to share those and to share some of the experiences of uh, people who had commented on the blog with the person who is not yet retired but knows or hopes at some point they will be able to. Thanks so much for joining me today, and continued success. Thank you very much, Pat. Pat Petucci says, don't invest and forget When you think about retirement, boy, there's a lot to be considering. Where are you going to retire? When are you going to retire? What are the goals are going to be once you've reached retirement? You're going to dive into that hobby that you've always dreamt of, maybe take those trips and vacations with your spouse that you've been putting off for all of your life. Well, as you're considering all of the things that you will do once you reach retirement, there are some key things you need to consider going into it. And our host, Pat Fitucci, certainly has spent thousands of hours with, I can't even guess, Pat, how many clients and listeners down through the years talking about many of the important things that you need to think about as you're heading to and through retirement. Yeah, retirement, that golden age, that time when your schedule is your time and there's no need to report to anybody. Wow. This is what I've been waiting for for 40 plus years. Got to be careful what you wish for. It may come true. And so it could be the golden years. It could some disappointments, some roadblocks you hadn't thought about. Let's talk about some retirement planning tips to consider. Certainly you want to have your finger on the pulse of where your investments are and have some systematic tracking system to make sure you are not overspending or you're not underspending. You don't want to perhaps leave a boatload of money and not enjoy the fruits of your labor. So it's always a, a balancing act as to what you're spending and what you're earning. Is the return on your investment keeping track with your outlay? Inflow and the outflow, are they, are they kind of equal in your early years? Certainly inflation is something that will eat away at some of that opportunity. Finances are important, but let's talk about something very different. How about your physical health? A lot of people get into a regime of exercise, whatever your pleasure is, whether it's bicycling, swimming, pumping iron, jogging, got to be an element of physical health or else the stress of aging will have a deleterious effect on your longevity. I mean, every study shows that. And so we always emphasize when folks come in for that free retirement counseling session. What are you going to do in your spare time? What about your physical health? What's your schedule for putting that into a daily and weekly regime? We want our clients to live a whole long time 
Maybe you didn't have time. You, you're, you made an excuse while you were working. I didn't have time to take care of myself. Well, now I do have time. Developing those habits early on in your retirement years becomes really critically important. A lot of people have this idea, wow, I want to travel, I want to travel, and I want to travel. And so you've got to be careful to budget your travel in that's reasonable, using good judgment and not blowing through your retirement money too early. So put yourself on some kind of a schedule, whether it's two major trips a year and three minor trips a year or you know, whatever your budget will allow, what's the line item in your budget that will provide for that kind of travel? And what level are you going to travel? You can always stay in five-star hotels or is Holiday Inn just fine for you? And you've got to really set those expectations. And you and your spouse, if you're, if you're married, having a meeting of the minds is the what's important. I'll stay in a Holiday Inn if I can squeeze one more trip a year to Europe or Hawaii or Mexico, you know, wherever your favorite place is. We always talk about debt. I've always been a proponent of keeping a mortgage debt because it's smart debt. Certainly credit card debt is not smart. So you want to make sure going into retirement, you have a, a low or, or no balance on your credit cards. But let's face it, a, a, let's say a 4% mortgage interest rate after deductibility and after appreciation, you're really paying about zero in most years. And I can walk through any listener and demonstrate that on a clean eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. Maybe you want to work longer. Maybe it's a part-time job in your area of expertise. Maybe it's that Home Depot job kind of interests you. There's a social aspect to it. Maybe you're good at plumbing or electrical or whatever, you can use those skills and get a chance to chat with people and give them some of your expertise. What about your friends? Are your friends retiring? I'm a tennis player, so I get together with my tennis buddies. A couple I've shared with me, they said, Pat, the worst thing I ever did was retire. I get up at 7.30, I have my coffee, I read the newspaper, I go online and see what's going on. It's 9 o'clock, nobody emails me anymore, nobody texts me, there's no voicemails I have fallen off the grid. It's nine o'clock in the morning and I don't know what to do all day long. I can't play golf every day, nor do I want to. I can't play tennis every day. So you got to be careful to create a collection of activities or maybe it's working longer. Maybe it's working part-time. Maybe you've got the skill set that somebody will pay you to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or a week, a month, whatever the uh, frequency is, does it balance out your life with enough intellectual stimulation and you have some money on the side. Maybe money is not a motivator. Maybe it's more getting some uh, intellectual stimulation that's more important. So whole collection of activities. When our listeners come in for a consultation, we, it's really a coaching session. We review the numbers. Yeah, that's important. That's a pretty routine part of the uh, interview. The more important part is, what else are you going to do? What else is going to satisfy you as your work perhaps satisfy you? And, and I got to tell you, men suffer from this more than women. Women have much more in-depth understanding of what life is all about. And as sexist as that sounds, men historically have identified themselves with who they are, what their position is, what their role is, what their title is perhaps, what their contribution is. And so the adjustment to retirement, I have seen men have a lot more difficulty than women. Having said that, the opposite can be true as well. But how are you going to get your ego stroked 
What's your satisfaction level planting flowers in the backyard on a regular basis or doing other routine work? You can't clean the garage out every week. I mean, it just doesn't work out. And your wife is not going to let you alphabetize the herb drawer. That's her office. And you think you're going to go in there. I think I I had a a gal tell me, um, my husband retired and I've got twice the husband and half the space. He's now crowding my, my office in the home. So there's a whole adjustment period and time is now uh, on your side. Uh, That's good news. That's the bad news. If you don't use it wisely, You'll drive your, yourself crazy and maybe your spouse crazy as well. But we talk about those kinds of things in that interview to really get a sense of psychologically, are you prepared to have all this bountiful of time available? How are you going to fill it? You're not going to sit around uh, watching soap operas all day long. So again, that's kind of a plug to come into one of our Bay Area offices and Let's have a, a frank discussion about, yeah, the money is important and cash flow is important and balancing the inflows and the outflows. But what about the other part of your life, the part you're going to spend the rest of your life trying to figure out how to consume all that extra time? Being prepared ultimately is not just important from a financial aspect, but also from a psychological aspect, as Pat suggests. Maybe you're not quite sure if you're ready at all. Answering the economic questions as well as the what next questions is an important part of what that complimentary financial health and retirement plan review can offer you. Available in any of the Bay Area offices, no obligation whatsoever, and you can easily make your appointment online. Simply go to don't invest and forget.com. That's don't invest and forget. If you prefer, you can also make your appointment by phone. Simply dial 888-PLANWISE. That's 888-P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E. Or again, online at don'tinvestandforget.com. Listening to Don't Invest and Forget with author and investment advisor Pat Fatucci. To gain more information about any of the topics discussed on today's program or to schedule your appointment for a no obligation financial plan tune up in one of the Bay Area's offices of Proxy Freedom near you, go to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. Or call 888 Plan Wise. That's 888 P L A N W I S E. Or visit don'tinvestandforget.com. You've been listening to Don't Invest and Forget with author and investment advisor Pat Fatucci. To gain more information about any of the topics discussed on today's program or to schedule your appointment for a no-obligation financial plan tune-up in one of the Bay Area offices of Proxy Freedom near you, go to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. Or call 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-P-L-A-N-W-I-S-C. Or visit don'tinvestandforget.com. The views and opinions expressed are based on current economic and market conditions and are subject to change. All investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. Program guests and Craig Roberts not affiliated with Proxy Freedom. Information provided for illustrative purposes only does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information obtained from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Proxy Freedom has no liability for information discussed. Consult with qualified investment, tax, or legal professional prior to taking action. Securities and advisory services offered through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA, SIPC, Proxy Freedom, and United Planners Financial Services are not affiliated.